I always wanted to start with a strike, bro. Let's go. We in this bitch. Oh, shit. Cap. Are we gonna get copyrighted? <laughs> not on the audio, not on the audio. Uh. How does track in the streets right now? Uh, the Haitian boy, Yak. God damn it. We could have been superstars. I got goosebumps. Song's so good. Now it's not safe for us. You switch like a pussy little bitch. We could have been superstars. Jack and Cars. You know, so this song to Jack Boy, his artist. Oh wow! Yeah. That's why he dropped closure. But it's hard. It's almost like a like a back to back track. Like it's like a hard ass this song. This songs will be hard like that. Oh. But we can stop it Cause I'm a gremlin Kodak Black guys For those who don't know That's right If you're watching on YouTube Go listen to it On the podcast Streaming platforms Cap We're back Episode 9 Sound Is in this bitch And we have The Lone Ranger for today Ed Rebels Edwin in the corner Doing The camera switching The drops Because Marlon Unfortunately is out for a sick though. day, what do you call it? A sick day when you're working and you take it like a sick day in your actual job, like a working shit. Yeah, yeah. He called in a sick day. You know, he's still um, no COVID though, no COVID, no COVID, no Corona, but it might he might have the Omarion. <laughs> That's the worst. So his bro. heart might be an ice box. <laughs> We're gonna have to check up on him afterwards. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, shout out to everyone who's back again. Another week of Cap. The CA podcast is back. We're going to discuss a lot of things. What is on the deck, Mr. Robles? What's on the first on the notes? Um, I already started with Gremlins. Or Gremlin. I already started with the, the Kodak Black song. I had to super Gremlin. I had to do that because it's been my favorite track recently. It's number one on Apple Music streaming out of every song in the world. It's number one and then Adele's number two. Oh, yeah? Like, what the hell? Kodak's always trending. Yeah, but like my thing is like uh, if he keeps that up, that's probably going to be like on Billboard number one. Imagine that song being number one song in the country. Oh, my God. But it's fire, though. Um, but for starters, guys, let's talk about some serious shit that's been happening <coughs> in hip-hop culture. Back again another week with another update on what's been, as of late, the biggest um, situation in the media, which is Travis Scott's case. So he finally, for those who have been anticipating it, or wanting one, he's actually did an interview with Charlemagne the God. Um, some people confusing it before it being on Breakfast Club is actually not on the Breakfast Club. It's Charlemagne's YouTube channel. He did it dolo, and I think he went from the looks of it. It looks like he went to um, actually Travis Scott's house, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's how I interpreted it, at least. Um, that's definitely Travis Scott's house. Um, and yeah, man, let's talk about it. So this actually occurred. We actually have an interview. And it's the matter, it's the fact of the matter that is actually existing that I think is bothering a lot of people without even watching it. Did you watch it yourself, Edwin, before no, we start anything? You haven't watched it at all? No, I haven't yet, no. Not even the clips that people have been posting, like the little highlights? No. Uh, really? No. Okay. Oh, so it's going to be interesting. So 
you're going to be like a lot of the listeners. I know a lot of people who listen and watch the podcast actually get informed on information on a weekly basis because of us. So here are some points from the podcast. Um, not the podcast, the interview. But we're going to discuss them on the podcast. Travis Scott said that he did not know people passed away until minutes before the initial press conference. So that was the next morning when the police had the press conference. And Travis Scott is stating in this interview, I didn't know the exact details until minutes before the press conference. And even at that moment, you're like, what? His face was literally like, what? If you watch the interview, he, did, he definitely had a what face. Scott mm-hmm. said he did not hear anyone in the crowd say help when he was on stage. He was not informed of any reports of trampling or chaos from early that afternoon. So he didn't know, according to him, that people were coming in, breaking in, and, like, you know, exceeding capacity from the beginning of the actual festival, supposedly, right? That's what he's saying. This is his take from the interview. He feels a sense of responsibility to figure out what happened and to figure out the solution. He kept saying this throughout the interview, which is one of my concerns because I guess I get it. In the fact where it's like he's not trying to claim responsibility and being like, I'm sorry, like, you know, I didn't want this to happen because then he's going to, like we said in previous episodes, if you guys are not familiar, we discussed this legally where it's like he's going to take responsibility for your guys' pleasure. But at the end of the day, if he does that, okay, the Internet might not be mad no more. But guess what? He might actually go to prison for a very long time and his pockets are not that deep. They may be deep, but they're not billions of dollars deep because this is what this case can lead up to being like billions of dollars deep when it comes to what 50,000 plus people being there. And if one person does it successfully, all it takes is one person to sue him and then win. Then everyone else is going to be like, oh, shit, let's jump at it. We can get money. Whoa, whoa. So open a can of worms. Yeah, you're going to open a can of worms with that. When asked about the poorer planning, understaffing of the event, Travis Scott said that he was involved in the creative side of the festival. Nothing else. As an artist, I just do the creative. With that being my festival, I brought artists in. I creatively produced it. We just trust in professionals to make sure that it's taken care of. I can control what I can on stage, and the professionals can handle uh, what happens in the crowd. Okay, Travis. He wants the families of concert goers who pass away to know that he will always be there. That was like, um, if you think about it, that's what he kept saying when Charlemagne was asking him, why are you here? Why are you doing this here, this interview? And he kind of leaned towards that energy where was that was the reason, you know. He's had private conversations with some of the victims' families. Some have come out and said that he hasn't reached out to them yet. So he hasn't reached out to all of them yet. We can confirm that after the, after the interviews come out. We know that now. He explained that he felt his families, um, that families rejected, um, Oh, he explained how he felt after families rejected some of his money. He said that all things are understandable at a time that they're grieving and they want to um, try to understand what's, ho- uh, what's happening. They wanted answers. So I did like that answer. That's probably one of the best answers he did during this interview where it's like he understands the fact that they're probably going to say no, but they could say yes. Like he can offer anything he wants to them, but he's just not going to get mad if they say no. And it's, that's the right way to go about it because it's the family's opinion that matters the most because their child passed away, their daughter, their son passed away. So it's their rightful and sole choice. I would say I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, Oh, uh, Travis should be like, fuck them. No, 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 no. It's whatever the fuck they want. Fuck Travis. If anything, but not literally, I mean, metaphorically, you know, yeah. if, if I was them, I, I, I can understand where they could be like, Oh, fuck Travis. You know, I'm not fuck Travis, but yeah, I'm not the, the parents either. The rapper insisted that the energy of the festival is not harmful uh, it was not meant to be harmful. Uh, he rages as far as energy. It didn't feel like people showed up to be harmful. People showed up to have a good time. Something unfortunate happened. I think we really just got to figure out what it was. 
Um, and he kept saying that too. We got to figure out. We got to figure out what it was, what it was. He wants to figure out legally definitive what was the actual like spark that started the fire, right? And what led to the fire and what was the fire? Because he doesn't want to go to jail, like I keep saying. And then this is the main source of all this. He responded to people accusing him of being satanic and demonic. He said, which made me chuckle a bit. He was like, I'm a man of God. And he started like, you don't believe him? My thing is this. I do think that he's a man of God. But these artists tend to play with that concept of, even if they are men of God, they act as if they're not. So they'll have little hindrances of upside down crosses um, blood, oh, yeah, mean, yeah. blood on this, on that. Um, uh, you survived this. Everything as if is almost sacrificial. Like if they tend to lean towards you know, that a the bit. Aesthetic of the, the aesthetic, right? And he does that a lot. He did it with the poster flyer for this event. Um, and he's posted like previous people. I think he deleted it now, but he posted like previous people passed out at his concert on the floor, like knocked out, almost looking like dead bodies, as if almost encouraging that energy and that atmosphere. So, I do believe people grow. In the recent years, I can see him kind of transitioning out of that sort of almost childhood phase, I would call it. What almost like our future. What do you mean childhood? Because it, it, it seemed very like, um, like lack of responsibility, like... Mm. Like, you just do what the fuck you want. Some people like that, right? Like, that's what people loved about the essence of Odd Future when they came out. Like, the, wow. Like, like rebellious. Oh, rebellious. But then at the end of the day, years later, they can't be that way because you have to have a sense of responsibility. You have to realize, like, there's millions of kids watching me, hearing me. Everything I do matters. Mm-hmm. And it could affect them. And I could trigger them wrong. And aside from that, people change. So you have Tyler now being Grammy-nominated, more sophisticated, still doing weird things. Like, he'll do, like, a random gay freestyle on Funk Flex. He's matured. Mature, but he's matured. He doesn't play more into like the devil shit, the eating beetles shit, none of that anymore, right? Yeah. Because he, he, like you can argue, he's a man of God, right? So Travis being a man of God is just uh, up in the air for me. Like, I believe it, but it's like, hmm, I, I believe it, I guess. It's just a bit, I take it with a bit of grain of salt. I know he's definitely a family man. He loves his daughter. He loves his, you know, they were off now, possibly on again. Maybe soon to be wife. They never got married, right? From my recollection, they never got married. They were just dating. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. A, he's a man of God. Comment down below. What do you guys feel? If you're watching on YouTube, what do you guys feel? Comment down below. Is he a man of God in your opinion? Um, because that was up in the air. A lot of people were like, "Whoa." Well, you never know. Maybe you know, he just never tends to try to sh- uh, show yeah. that side of. But him. then also, what does that mean? Maybe it means something else for him than it means for me. Exactly. You know, so that could be it as well. And lastly, one of the highlights was Scott said that he would like the victims of the family to know what his true intentions were. It's tough. It's real tough. I want them to really know what my intentions were. They weren't to harm the family. It wasn't for them to come. And it was just for them to have a, uh, a good experience when they came. I've always felt like I had a connection to my fans with the music. And sometimes when they don't understand artists and where we come from, there could be a disconnect. I would love for them to truly know where my heart is from. I didn't come for any harm. It wasn't about a show. It was about them having a good time. And it's tragic the way it turned out. Now, taking it at face value, similar to the Alec Baldwin situation, where you have a potential crime on paper still being a potential crime. In the face of the public, we can argue they both are guilty. Alec and Travis, right? That's how the public kind of seems to be, like, especially Twitter. But, 
No, we don't need that to be because uh, I'll, uh-huh. I'll take it from this. But um, when it comes to in the face of the public, people are going to feel that way. But legally and actually factually on paper, they're not because there hasn't been any actual charges ran through. They're not in jail. They're still, you know, it's still pre-trial, pre-everything. So, um, I lost my train of thought. There's <laughs> so much shit with this Travis Scott shit. I lost my train of thought. You, you compared it to Alec Baldwin. Oh, I compared it to Alec Baldwin. Oh, because like yeah. just in general, should he have done an interview or not? I think we were talking about it literally a week before we predicted like, yo, should he do, should he do one or not? Yeah. And I felt the energy as if one was coming. And literally, five five days removed from when I said that out into the world, we have a Travis Scott interview with Charlemagne the fucking God out of nowhere. So, I do think it's a better look than this Instagram story, black and white video with a filter. I think it's a better look than his press release, the statement that they released the... the the sort of like, I guess, paragraph. But I can see both sides where it's like, huh, like maybe like talk to all the families. I don't know, man. It's hard to say because I'm not in his shoes. So it's hard to say what's the proper way to deal about this. Yeah. All I do know that he's a man. We're not perfect. No one on this earth is perfect. And we need to stop acting like we're fucking perfect. I think a lot of people pretend as if their life is perfect and they go about their day judging people, commenting, sharing their opinions and thinking yeah. that they are perfect. Thinking that, yo, if I was Travis, I would do this. Yo, if I was Alec Baldwin, I would do this. Yo, if I was that, you're not, their, their you're not them and you're not in their shoes. Exactly. And unfortunately, they have to go through their shoes and go through their shit. But they are rich, right? And they are, I guess, more privileged and more higher stature than us and they could probably deal with it in a better sense than we could if we were to literally switch shoes right now right because i'm pretty sure i don't got the fucking money to go to court but travis does right but it's easier said than done i would say let's let this play out there's always going to be more feedback coming literally after the interview came out he was removed from coachella coachella has dropped travis scott from the lineup officially he even tried to do the show for free he offered them, yo, I'll do it for free. His management, his team reached out like, yo, we don't even want payment. We just do it for free. Like, like you know, or maybe maybe they were trying to make that something. Maybe they were going to maybe lean towards that money going to like uh, the Travis Scott, Usher World family, something. As of now, it's just that they were trying to do it for free. I don't know what the intention was, but they said no. Nope, you're, you're dropped from Trochella. Cacti. The drink that I was driving around all of fucking Providence, Rhode Island to buy and resell when it Ugh. came out, the seltzer that he dropped has officially been discontinued. Not just um, paused or like we paused production. They've discontinued it. That means that the shit is like um, trash. I'm just saying. What else, <laughs> what else got discontinued before? Like um, like they don't make um, Mercury's no more. Mercury doesn't exist. Like the cars. The cars, Mercury's. We had Ford and Mercury's. Mercury, like uh, something that doesn't exist. As if, like, if it does drop again, it's going to have to be different, reinvented. That's crazy because I feel like he was so passionate about that shit. Like, he went hard with the Cacti promo. And, like, it was very successful. Remind me of the Nelk boys. Afterwards, they followed up with uh, their own seltzer, the Happy Dad, which has now been successful as well. And then when you go into this alcohol lane, some people judge it as well. Like, they have their opinions about this because it's like he has young fans. So it's like he's selling alcohol to young fans. And it's almost like not beer. It's almost a water, but it's an alcohol water. Whoa. 
But whoa, I don't think he's saying kids drink it up. You know, whoever drinks it drinks it. Now some kids might drink it because they want to be Travis Scott. Oh, you know you. That's like on them. It. Did you like the drink? You know you didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But that drink is meant to be honest, more to like a mix. It's like a mixed drink. Yeah, it's yeah. a seltzer. It's not really to just drink straight up and yeah. shit. Unless you know you're a frat boy and you got a six pack and your dick is big. I guess in your mind because it's actually fucking small because wow. you have an ego and you're drinking cacti on a fucking Monday. Calm down. But. I don't know, man. It got discontinued. <laughs> so that's millions of dollars of pro- potential income. Frat boy, <laughs> that could have came. That he said, "Fuck it, I don't need the money." I guess, or his maybe the <clears throat> the team involved with the cacti distribution was like, "We can't do it." That is weird, man. That's just, that's a big. That's one of the biggest things that I think that's happened from this. And like I stated earlier, deceased fans, um, their parents have been mad and coming up and speaking about. Everything that's been happening. So that's literally three major things that happened after the interview. The families coming out, Cacti discontinued, and now Coachella, he's no longer there. I'm assuming he probably was one of the most uh, headlines, like one of them amongst the headlines as well, are headliners of that event. So now they lost their headliner. But I guess they wanted to lose him. So it really is a bonus for them or what's going on? Someone's going to be replaced. Yeah, It's crazy, man. And my thing is also, did that happen because of the interview? I feel like because of the interview, that's why it kind of happened. Because, but prior to the interview, none of this happened. None of this, none of this was hinted at being happening. And now we have definitive things happening after the interview. So you can also lean towards, he should have had done the interview. Because now you have this shit happening, right? But like I said earlier, like I stated earlier, um, let's let the let shit play out. I don't want to fucking put my fucking foot on this man's chest. I want to keep him like going like in a sense where it's like, I want to keep the story going. I want everything to play out more. But I do want people to realize, like, at the end of the day, yeah, it's Travis Scott. But I do say fuck him in general. Like, I think the most important part of this is that lives were lost. And we need to this. We need this not to happen. Whether it's Travis Scott, any other festival, any other event, this can no longer happen anymore. Like, this is that. That's that's the main, like, precipice from this is like, yo, life and death. Death is never the option. Death is never the way. That we should be promoting this, encouraging none to, of this. Yeah, let's try to prevent it. From let's happening. try to prevent this shit from happening, man. Um, yeah, we could keep it going with more topics that have been happening. This next one is a big one. Let's talk about it because I think it's very important, and it was fucking consuming everyone's timeline. People were calling each other about it. I heard there were some kids um actually going crazy to the point that they um passed out. Um, not on the Travis Scott sense, but they passed out at home. You know, uh, beating their meats, you know, going crazy. Ah, From pure joy. Yeah, pure joy. But in all honesty, <laughs> <laughs> we do have something major actually occurring. So for those who don't know, if you live under a rock, the biggest concert, the biggest concert, I'm fucking slurring my words. The biggest concert in the history of humanity has occurred. Yesterday's price okay. is not today's price. I like that. I like that. That was a good one. Good placement. Proper placement of the button president, uh, Edwin Robles. Um, Sensational. So these were some kids. I'm going to put it up behind me. If you guys are uh, listening, go watch on YouTube. I'm actually playing a video behind me of kids watching this performance before it was actually um, occurring. It was announced to be potentially um, streamed at IMAX, etc. <clears throat> and guess what? It actually happened. So here we have it. Kids watch this shit at IMAX. They pay tickets to watch it as if it was a movie. So what I do? 
Oh! It's real life, man. These kids are going crazy. Would you do this? Would you do this? Would you go and watch this? You would? Yeah. Why? Bro, it's good. Are you acting more stupidly? I would do that. You would? No, it actually looks very fun. I I kind of like feel like, damn, like maybe I should have done that shit. Like, but I think I couldn't. Like, from what I remember looking it up, because it happened so fast. From my recollection, it was a situation where that shit was not possible in this city. It had to be in certain states and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, It was a COVID and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember. That's what I remember. Um, And aside from that, let's talk about the highlights in general. That's what I'm going to discuss because I'm really trying to even wrap my mind around this concept that this actually occurred. I did a video on YouTube reacting to it if you guys... Haven't checked it out. Go check it out. I was on YouTube separately because a lot of people did that as well where they did like reaction videos to the concert because it was such a major moment. So here are some of the highlights, some of the takeaways from this concert that happened. The Larry Hoover Benefit Concert. Now, Larry Hoover, for those who don't know and might need the update, he's still in jail. He hasn't been freed. He hasn't been freed. So, you know, let's just put that out there in the world. He might be freed, but so far, days removed from the Benefit Concert, the effort might have not worked, you know. Uh, actually, the opposite has happened. The feds, the two things happened legally. The feds didn't like the Larry Hoover concert. They came out and publicly admitted that um, he's a criminal. Basically, uh, in my opinion, I think they try to paint, throw some dirt on his name, like kind of make him paint him to be worse than he was. But that's that's arguable, right? Factually, he was who he was. He was the creator, the leader, of the GDs, gangster disciples out of Chicago, now known as Chirac, right? But he was the pre-Chirac um, guy, pre, 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 pre. So people want him out to control the Chirac energy that's happening right now. I think it's a positive thing. I think we need that. I think that would be a dope thing to do. But we needed this concert, I guess, to maybe put that awareness out. But another thing, the merch, the free Larry Hoover merch. All the money that was made from that is not going to the uh, Larry Hoover benefit or none of the funds for legal nothing. As of now, it's being reported that they're keeping the money. You know, they're putting wow. funds uh, for like, <clears throat> I think some of the ticket sales or percentage, something like that, right? But the merch itself that literally says free Larry Hoover or free Hoover is not being like, it's not a recycle process. It's not literally going back into the system to help Larry Hoover, I guess, the money from that, right? So... Some can argue that shit. Like, damn, what the fuck is going on then, you know? And that's, like, two major aftermath, after, like, feedback things that's been happening, right, legally. But putting it that shit aside, because at the end of the day, it was meant to free Larry Hoover, but we have to put it aside. Because, I'm sorry, man, most people watching that either didn't know that that was that for that, even if they saw that, or they just didn't know who the hell Larry Hoover was. Yeah. Like, kids were, like, like, who's Larry? Like, kids were, like... I was like every like a majority of people. I'm not gonna lie. I'm cultured in black culture. My culture. I know everything about my culture. I know everything about the ins and outs. I know the history of the pre, the OGs. So I would. I've been. For, uh, what's a song? I'm gonna say this. Song. <coughs> Hold on. <laughs> I Bro, you're talking too much. <laughs> no, I said this is not easy. I'm trying to keep up. Yeah, just take a breath. Take a fucking breather. Let me take a breather. Yeah. I try to embody my inner Rick Ross. I know my culture. I think I'm Big Meech. Larry Who. Whipping work. Hallelujah. So. My nigga. Yeah, there you go. 
Larry Hoover. This has been a, a thing. I know who the fuck Larry Hoover is, you know, but some people might have forgot that. Oh, people have been talking about him for years. Oh, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, we did get something from this. And I, in my opinion, we got arguably the best music moment of the year, 2021. Kanye West and Drake have reconciled. They start the concert off literally walking in very dramatically, almost like David and Goliath about a battle. Godzilla and King Kong about a f- not even battle, but fucking shake hands or give a fucking hug. Like, ah, very dramatic. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is about to happen. <laughs> you talking like Joe, Pat Joe right now. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, nah, yeah. It was, uh, it was and then it's a movie. you got Drake glancing over at Kanye like, oh, shit, we about to do this. Oh, shit, let's go. Let's go. And then they didn't. <laughs> Kanye started off from the oh, top. he did? He did? What, what song? What track? I think he did. Nah, la, 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 wait till I get my... I think he did Can't Tell Me Nothing. I might be wrong. I felt like he did. Mm. But he did classics. Yeah. He did Donda tracks and he did classics. I saw the video where Kanye he killed was, that shit. Um, he was singing. Um, I think it's called "Can't Find Your Love." Is yes. So I'm, I'm gonna get to that. So, and Drake was spazzing with his hands. Kanye <laughs> really went all out. Some people were expecting this to either be both of them on stage the whole time. Um, maybe Kanye plays a song, Drake plays a song on some verses shit. But this was promoted as is and came out to be as promoted. Kanye West presents special guest Drake. That's what you guys got. So, I don't think you guys were short-sold or like, oh, what the heck, we wanted more. You got what you got. That was the plan. We at least got them in the same presence. I think that's the outcome that matters the most because now we have them reconciling and being cool, being freaking friends, and seeing that shit in this day and age is, like, not common. We got everyone dying, everyone being depressed, everyone being sad, everyone making dramatic fucking uh, changes and, like, fucking all this shit happening, all these rappers doing something every week. and They like, found their love back. That's why Kanye sung it. They found their love. Yeah, they found their love. They found their <laughs> love again. That's, you know, all these rappers beefing, all this shit, and they were the biggest beef this year as well. So it's like we want to see that reconcile, you know, free Larry Hoover if it has to be the case because, shit, they, we got them connected again. So Kanye took over the show, though, if we want to be objectively like, okay, you think, you think what happened here? Him? It wasn't a versus, but if it was, Kanye won that shit. Kanye West is this motherfucker's father. And Drake knows that shit, too. That's why Drake said that yeah, shit during you... his performance. He showed him his respect. He was like, I'm honored to be here with someone I looked up to, my idol, and one of the best catalogs in music history happening in front of me. My nigga. <laughs> yep, guess why, Drake? Because that's your fucking father. <laughs> I love you. You're the best. But that's your father. He's the best. He's the greatest. You could be the best. You literally have a track, best I ever had, which he directed. Yeah, yeah. He's your father. <laughs> he wrote one of your biggest songs, Kane and then thinks, he performed it Kane in front thinks, of you. Kane thinks Drake will beat him in a versus. I mean, yeah. Drake, I think Drake think, could give him a rough battle. But no, Kanye, I don't think I he'll beat winning, him. Man. No, Kanye no. West is like the ideal version of hip-hop going pop. His biggest songs are culturally so impactful. Yeah. And they're still respected heavy in hip hop, but they're still amongst the biggest pop songs in the history, the biggest songs in the history of the world. He's the reason, he's one of the reasons, the main reasons why hip hop 
is so big and why hip hop can be considered pop. Like it's, it's bigger than pop and why pop wants to be hip hop yeah. because songs like fucking the good life, fucking gold digger. These songs are unmatchable. Stronger. All the lights like my yeah. God, bro. These are monumental records. And he did yeah. that shit right there in front of Drake. Almost like, yo, let me put my dick on the table, bro. Let, oh. let me show you how big my dick is. Oh my God. You, you, you want to come to lunch with me? All right, let me put my dick on the table with you. We're gonna we're gonna eat together. Let me put my dick on the table. You're gonna see this stop dick it, in your man. face. Stop it, man. Damn. That's the energy. <laughs> oh that was God. the energy. How many times are you gonna say? That? I get they gotta it, feel man. my words. I because I'm not pulling my dick out. So when someone needs to feel this shit, audioly. Oh, I'm not putting man. my cock. Out. This is I have a right. fucking child. <laughs> the fuck? Pay what? me? Maybe? Just kidding. Five racks. Stop DMing my boy. Stop DMing my yeah, boy. Stop hitting me kid. up. I got he's a kid. Got, you guys want to act different. Your girls are changing. <laughs> Keep it cool. I'm basically married. Don't tempt me. Because I will never oh even God. try to consider that a temptation. Oh, yeah, man. Nah. That's an allegation. Ooh, you try that. and set me up. Ooh. Like Ronald Reagan. Damn. Rest in peace. Nah, he's a fucking racist. Um, anyway, damn, I was bars. What's good with me? I think the spirit of Kanye is in me. Shaking his shoulders. Listen, Drake. Yeah. I can say my favorite artist of all time is Kanye West. My favorite rapper of all time is Lil Wayne. I think the best rapper of all time is Drake. I could say that. Overall, as a rapper, his career, everything, right? So Drake performed Kanye tracks too? Yeah, so let me get into this. So this is what's going to happen now. So, highlightable moment. Find Your Love. Kanye wrote it 10 yeah. years ago, almost to the exact date. He wrote it for Rihanna. Rihanna passed on it. He gave it to Drake. Drake, hit wow. song, hit record. Horrible music video, but hit record. I bet find your loving. Kanye West, to my knowledge, has never in the history of mankind performed this record Ever. I don't think even in his bedroom, maybe not even in the shower. You never heard Kanye West saying this shit out loud. I don't even know if he did a reference track for this. He might have never did a reference track. It might have just been written and no reference track. He did this shit live in front of Drake. And Drake was nipples were so hard, just like mine. He was spazzing. He was, he was spazzing. spazzing, dancing. Yeah. Both our nipples were hard. I was like, damn, this shit's actually happening. You got Chubbs in the corner. He was like, he was like, Chubbs in the corner like, yeah, we don't got to kill this nigga no more. <laughs> Let's let's keep it vibey. Let's keep it vibey. No more deaths, cause I don't want to catch another case. Like, Baka like just Kevin came Hart on, on um, that, that, that that series you told me. I true story. It. Oh, oh, true we'll talk story. about that later, cause that was just classic. Bro. Forty with his full hair. Forty was bald. I think Forty grew his hair now. He didn't show like we didn't have no photos of Forty. The producer recently, his engineer, Drake's engineer. If you guys don't know who the hell it is, you're living under a rock. Forty <laughs> is not just a number. It's not just a number after thirty nine. It's a legendary producer. Don't look at me crazy. 40 was in that bitch vibing as well. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? It's as if he was pressing buttons, like maybe auditing, engineering the whole show. It looked like I might have been bugging. He might have just been rolling a blunt. But it looked like he was had a laptop in front of him, right? And then find your love, that whole moment. Then Drake's like, uh, and then Kanye's like, um, let me pass it to Drake. He passes it to Drake. They hug it out. And then Drake does 24. One of my favorite songs on Kanye's album, Donda. 24 hours. 24, yeah, yeah. I put my hands up in the sky. We gonna be okay. I don't even know if I'm singing the right song. It's one of those songs on Donda that's fucking good. Donda's better than COB. I'm sorry. So we have him literally performing 
Kanye's song to start it. So if this was a versus, you already lost, Drake. You've been lost, but now you're like digging a grave for yourself because now you're going to perform your versus enemies song, but it's not a versus, guys. And that's what Drake reminded you right there. It's like, yo, calm down. Calm your nips, kids. <laughs> Stop the tweeting, tweeters. This is a love show. We're showing each other love. So much love that I'm going to sing his song. And I don't I think Drake love. even wrote that or nothing. I don't think Drake wrote on Donda. It's not It's not as if they were both doing reference tracks back and forth. Yeah. Like, that was beautiful, bro. That was great. And he actually sounded good. People now want a version of that song. Release that. Drop that. We need a remix with Drake. And now it could actually happen. It doesn't sound far-fetched because they're fucking friends. They're kicking it. This is realistic. Yeah. So now, aside from that, Drake did drop the ball, though. I would say because I, even though it's not a versus, I would play some records that are... Hit records. He did play God's Plan, I think, towards the end, and Forever. They close it, playing Forever. Uh, yeah. That shit was crazy. I was waiting for Eminem to come out of nowhere, like, Life ain't go, life just stays, you go, be back to the basketball. Driving around the city, back seat of my parents' car, hot on a six radio station. I'm like, mom, what is that? Turn it up. Pakistanians, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. May not mean nothing at all. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> oh, shit. This is a new track. They just dropped this shit. Oh, shit. Flashback forever. Classic <laughs> record. That was a classic record, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. And. I think it aged good. So yeah. they ended it with that, you know, because he did play a lot of COB tracks, which I was like, damn, he should have done that. He should have played some more hits. Like, bro, come on. You yeah. got these hits, headlines. You could have done some shit, maybe some B-sides. You could have done the Marvin's Room, some soft shit. People would have went crazy. But he's saving it for the verses. Whoever he's versusing, whether it's Kanye, whatever, we're going to get that. It's got to be Kanye. Who else, bro? He could face Wayne. I wouldn't want to see that, Cole? but he could. Imagine Cole. He could face Cole, but Cole would be swept under a rug, sadly. Nah, they'll say that now. Nah. Cole will be that. swept under a rug and folded into the laundry. He likes folding all the fucking time. They'll say that. Nah. Like a pancake. And I love Jermaine, but hey, it is what it is, and he knows it too. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man. Drake and Kendrick. Let's just stop. Let's just stop it. Let's just stop naming it, because Kendrick will lose too. Kendrick don't got hits what? like that. Kendrick don't got hits like that. Let's stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. You're playing yourself. You're dick teasing your butt. You know That's what I'm saying? You reverse engineering everything. So Kanye did have a reverse moment. Because, shut up, bitch. Kanye came what back. What the fuck? Let me do my thing. Let's box. All right, I'll fight you. Kanye West <laughs> came back on stage after Drake left. He came back, right? Yeah. Nigga, and he kept going. He was oh, like, yeah. we can do this shit all night, man. Me and this man, between us, we got. <coughs> how, long, how long was the concert? It was long. It was like an hour and 30, something like that. Around there, he was like, "We could do this all. We could do this shit for three days, man. Me and this man, we got so many hits. We could go three days, man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean?" Damn. Ah, he literally screamed like that. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Nigga, I know what you mean. Yeah, keep going." <laughs> and he dropped it. Beautiful morning. I was like, "Damn, this is why he's the greatest. This is why he's the greatest. Everything he does, man, is crazy." <laughs> um, but it was dope to see, man. They ended it like I said with forever. So. It was a beautiful experience, man. I felt like I was there. It was shot cinematically. I think the cinematographer was the guy who did the movie Joker. They literally hired the guy that did Joker. The Joker, that's why that shit looks so beautiful. It looked like a fucking movie. Like, it was the Joker. 
And even in the fucking concert, they in the stadium, they had no no screens on, so no one was able to see the close shots. All you were able to witness was if you had bleacher seats, you had bleacher bleacher seats, bitch. Just like Chance, the rapper. I saw that shit. You were all the way in the sky, motherfucker. I thought you were friends with Kanye. What happened? What happened? Oh my god! Um, shit. <laughs> I'll hear um, record him so fast. Late night. Yeah, like, showing your dick and shit, but you were you were doing you were doing other things, <laughs> leaking your dick. But your boy, your guy. Is on stage and you're not near him. You're in the cut. Hey, it is. Chance might be back on acid, man. Hey, hey, he's on something. <laughs> I hate that man. No, I just kidding. just kidding. He's a guy, good guy. Just all jokes, chance. But um, if you were in the bleachers, you were in the bleachers because you had to see him from far. There was no close ups. There was nothing. So everyone was far, far, literally far. They looked like ants, but people were still reviving because it was it was almost more intimate that way because you were like, damn, you get to just see them there. You don't see them like no. Other angles, we got that, and it was cinematic, and it gave it more of that cinematic experience because now they filmed that; it lives on online forever. As of now, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. I think for the rest of the year, next year, you can watch it for a while. So it's dope, HD. It was beautiful, man. But things happen afterwards. So Kim Kardashian, literally a day after, has filed to be legally considered single within her marriage. So I think it's like a step beneath divorce or maybe something that leads to a divorce. I don't know. But she literally filed for that. That's crazy. After. And during the concert, you had this man literally singing his own rendition. I think I was towards the end of Runaway, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, guys, because you guys always correct me. Oh, anyway, so do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Where he was like, run right back to me, baby. I need you to run right back to me. Then he was like. Killing that shit. Then he was like, um, specifically, Kimberly. And he literally said it like that. Like, he, I didn't even understand him. And then people were yeah. tweeting like, he said Kimberly. I was like, oh, he did say Kimberly. Okay, damn. So he's talking about Kim Kardashian. He's singing to her, bro. And that's a real and man. Pete, Pete, Pete's out now, right? He he, he he just did his thing and left. What's, are they still Pete like, Davidson? Still uh, there's rumors that Pete Davidson is dating Miley, Miley Cyrus. But yeah. I saw their interview they did with Jamie Fallon. I don't, they're just best friends. I don't think they're dating. People want that shit to happen. I want that shit to happen. I want him to leave Kim. I want Kanye to go back with Kim. I want Pete to cut the bullshit and cut the antics. I swear to God. But if the girl wants to want a uh, white long cock, because it has to be long. All right, all right. It has to be long. All right, bro. We're not dealing with no short penis man. Pete Davidson has to have a big package. Because if he has a small package and Kim is still around him and still doing her thing with him and smiling, then something's going on in this country. Well, stop talking like that, man. The yeah, fuck? <laughs> Swear to God, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. What's going on? Um, nah, but Pop yeah. Smoke really shot me in my dreams. That's crazy. calm down, calm down. That's too deep. <laughs> um, but jokes aside, though, um, I definitely do think Pop Smoke shot me in my dreams, guys. I was chilling with him in a New York stoop. <laughs> Say that for Patreon. That's too deep. We'll talk about that on Patreon. Your dreams and shit, because that's the people got to pay for that content. Don't give that shit away for free. <laughs> that's too deep, bro. That's some good shit. Some good shit. Unbelievable shit, to be honest. Rest in peace, him. I hope you've been good ever Yo. since. Yeah, I've been good. Man. All right, all right, that's good to hear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, Kanye hilarious. though has still been on a roll. Kanye West has not stopped this sort of energy. I call it the divorced Kanye energy because this man has been almost unstoppable. It's been beautiful to witness. Look at what this man did. He literally stole the whole entire show. At Rolling Loud. Oh yeah, he's been good. He's been yeah. I saw that. Freestyle. Bro, he freestyled On, with Future. Yeah. With Future at Rolling Loud to fuck up some commas. Look at this. 
Future is caught off guard a bit. Future fucked with it too, man. Big dude's feeling it. Jesus! That was the worst <laughs> and best freestyle of all time. I don't even know how that was possible. Because it was like, I don't even know the how energy. it was possible. You like the energy, but it's like, he didn't spit anything. Because crazy. if Drake went on fucking stage and said this shit verbatim, people would be like, damn, he did have a ghostwriter all along. This is bad. Where's the blueberry? Where's the blueberry? Where's the blueberry? What's it called? No, no, blackberry. Blackberry. Blueberry. <laughs> Where's the blueberry as if we're at Whole Foods or some shit? Where's the blueberries? Where's the blueberries? The blackberry that he remember he freestyled on Funk Flex with the blackberry. He was reading yeah. off the blackberry. Yeah. He made blackberries famous. That's why I bought one because I was like, damn, I want to be like Drake. But <laughs> look at me, poser. Um, but um, yeah, if anyone else were to do it, but it's fucking Kanye West. And it's a future song. And future is literally there during future set at Rolling Loud. Yeah. You can't get more random. You can't get more unexpected. Yeah. And you have it literally on Sunday where he does the uh, Sunday services. He literally just did Sunday service. He was on Instagram Live showing the Sunday service. And then hours later, he's on the Rolling Loud stage with the Balenciaga shades, with the Larry Hoover merch on. Still, he might not even change his pants. He might have kept those pants on since the Kanye and Drake concert. So it's like, yo, Marinated and shit. this is crazy. This is actually happening. And then aside from that, he did some classic songs. And then... He did a freestyle to fuck up some commas, and then he danced to way too sexy. He was like, "Okay, all right." Well, he was like tapping his foot like like a like it was a country song, like tapping his foot like vibing. Okay, all right, that's fine. I'm like, "Damn, what is going on here, man? This is not real. This man is really divorced. Like this energy, I love it, but it's like, it's almost like he's trying to escape something. Like, I don't know because he." And my reason I say that, it might be far-fetched, whatever. I don't be happy. <laughs> if he's happy, he's happy, man. I, th- I hope he's really genuinely happy, but my thing is this. Let me take a sip, because i got to break this down. <sighs> Just sipping on sound. Sipping on that. Lean. So It's green tea, probably. It's green tea. Um, <laughs> Kanye West, <laughs> the dichotomy of his mind right now has to be crazy, because he does want to have this sort <clears throat> of, like... No swearing lifestyle, very uh, God-driven, right? So he strayed away from doing things like this. He literally swore, I believe, during the freestyle. Or was it during? I think he swore during one of these moments. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. But it's just the energy, man. It is like, it's a bit sporadic for me. But I do love it, though. It's not that I, it's not that I don't love it. It's just I want to make sure that he's okay because we can be like, oh, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, bro, this man does have manic episodes. He does suffer from different things. He's had bipolar, all these things, right? And aside from that, he's going through a divorce from the biggest thing in his life. He's like, like acting out. Yeah, so it could be him acting out. You know, we just had the... Escape his problem. We just had the hostage situation because the frick, they, they were basically hostage to do that, that concert. It was like a forced type of energy, um, if you really think about it. Because at the end of the day, they didn't have to do it, but they did it. And... You know, hey, 
who knows? I think it could have been potentially like, oh, Jay Prince, like, I'm not, I can't even say nothing about Jay Prince. But what I'm trying to say is this, <laughs> is the fact that this actually happened, is random. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on it. Let me not even continue because people might be like, oh, you're hating on it. I love it, actually. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm just making sure he's good because I want to, I want him to be good. You know, not a hundred percent, but damn, bro, damn near it because I can only imagine because it's impossible to be a hundred percent. No one could be a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I'm not a hundred percent right now. You're not, you're not a hundred percent. You might be 22, 22%. You give me 22% vibes over there. What's that mean? What's going on? We're all batteries and we're all being drained by this thing called life. So well, every day we got to recharge. You saying I don't have any energy? This is good. This is good. This is good. Turn it up a bit. Oh, here we Do go. it like the Drake first Drake Mick uh, Mick Mill this song. What's it called? Charged up. I want you to be charged. I want charged up. Mm. Get charged up. Mm. You know, I um, see. I see what's going on here. Yeah, but shout out to Drake at um, Future. Futures If not my fake not Future's one of my favorite artists of all time. Top two. He's number two. Whoever's number one, he's number two. Like, I love Future. I, everything about Future, he's been on a run like crazy this year with the features. Even without, like, a, a, a solid necessary album that's streaming, whatever, his feature run is impeccable. He headlined and he closed Rolling Loud, and then you bring out Kanye West because you're Future and you can do that. Round of applause, I would say. I think that's a dope-ass move. A very beautiful move. I love that, man. Future's drawing his thing. He's future Hendrix, for those who don't know. He's not fucking um a fucking bum in the street. He's that guy. He's very toxic though. I would say that. But we'll get into that another time. I don't want to talk about that right now. But we will continue. Um the last Kanye West topic. There are rumors out right now that he's replacing um Virgil Abloh for Louis Vuitton as the creative director, the creative head of Louis Vuitton. Now, for those who don't remember, Kanye West is the Louis Vuitton Don. Let me actually put the photo up behind us. Yes, he is the Louis Vuitton Don. He came out with the Yeezys with Louis Vuitton first, basically. I'm not sure if they were called Yeezys. I think they were just called Louis, uh, the Air, the the Louis, something. I don't think it was Yeezy necessarily. It was some other shit, that, a whole other title. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fuck it. I don't mind that. But one of his closest friends and comrades in the music industry and the creative industry and everything he did in his life was Virgil Abloh, who passed away. Rest in peace of Virgil. Very sad. I was touched and still touched. I still can't believe he passed away because you have to deal with news like this. He was in a very important role in fashion, if not the biggest, amongst the biggest, because Louis Vuitton can be argued as the biggest uh, designer brand of all time. It's, it's Louis or Gucci. And he was the head of Louis. And he made Louis pop, I think, at a higher level that has never really happened in recent times. Very much of like a... Dapper Dan influence with the repetitive logos, but then adding like a NASA element space with a pop of like splash of colors that we'd never seen Louis really play with. So that was beautiful to see. And everyone was wearing it. It was a major moment, right? And people were like, what's next? Unfortunately, he passed away. But this is a major contract, major deal. So they can't just be like, give it to anyone. It has to be someone important. I think if this is rumor turns out to be true, because it's just a rumor right now, I think is the right decision. You can argue if you're in the fashion world, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, there's a big brand right now, Bottega. Um, I buy all my, what's the line? I I bring all my jewelry just to go to the Bottega. Uh, wait, that's, a, that's the line? I don't know. I put my Bottega 
Fuck. Bia Bia. Shout out to Bia. Well, take us popping. That's all I know. It's a popping brand. And when brands like that have those moments, uh, their head of their brands can be transitioned to different roles. I think that they could be brought into the Louis team. Right? But aside from that, Kanye makes sense to me because Kanye wanted this all along, right? And I feel like he would do it for the right intentions. He wouldn't even do it for the money. He might do it on some shit where he's like, don't pay me or just pay Virgil's family. I'm going to just continue his thing. I'm going to do my thing. I know I know what he would want. Or maybe they had this conversation prior. Maybe Virgil had a will. Maybe he had that whole situation, life insurance. Like he knew he was going to potentially die, right? So maybe he lined up everything in yeah, place. Maybe. We don't know because no one's come out. We have no interviews. We have nothing yet. The Kanye interview was prior to him dying. So we don't have nothing yet. Kanye hasn't said nothing. No one said nothing publicly. These are all just rumors. But if this just does happen, I'm not looking at it from a business perspective. I'm looking at it from an attention perspective. That's his brother. I think he would make it do justice. I think he would do it fine. It's not going to be out of greed. And yeah. But at the end of the day, fuck clothes, man. This man died. So again. That's another thing that Kanye's going through. So I do hope Kanye's okay. I forgot about that. I didn't even mention that earlier. That could be another reason why he could be acting manic as well. You know, um, if he is acting manic. But recipes, Virgil. This is a rumor. I think it's potentially truthful, though. And we shall know next year. We'll keep you guys updated on that. <clears throat> going along with artist being artist. If you're on YouTube right now. Ross has the album of the year. No, 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 no. Calm down. We're not getting into that topic yet, but <laughs> um, a good one. Nice, tr- nice try. Nice try. Very cute. Um, <laughs> don't get your feelings hurt, man. I'm just joking. Um, I'm trying to exit this photo. God damn it! I wish Marlon was here. Marlon, get better soon. We need you, buddy. We need you, buddy. Um, okay, I can go do? down here. Because I want people to see it first on YouTube before they actually even hear me talk about it on the podcast oh. platform. Because this is just needs to be seen. So what happened here, man? What? This needs to be seen visually first. So. What's going on? What's going on here? So if you're watching on YouTube, and if you're not, go watch it. There's a photo of the man behind me. Change the camera angle. Show them. Okay, uh, yes, there we have it. This is NBA Youngboy. On his face. It's makeup, and it reads, fuck peace. Fuck peace makeup. It reads, fuck peace. Makeup on his face, it reads, fuck peace. I'm sure. It doesn't matter what it necessarily means. It's just the fact that he's wearing makeup, right? So we have him literally... Does it say rock? I mean, that wouldn't make sense. No, no, why? He's not a rock star. Does it say rock? Let me see. Rock peace? Oh, it could be rock peace. You might be right. You might be right. All I know is this. Wait, what are you going to say? He looks crazy. <laughs> Put the camera on me. Put the main angle, because this is real. NBA Youngboy fans. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are you so serious? Do not kill me. <laughs> I am I am in support of him expressing himself creatively, as he has explained this to be. But I do not think it's no... Slights or indications of concern at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I do think the man has been through a lot. <laughs> the man, the kid, has been through a lot. So this could be a way of self 
you know, reflecting. <laughs> He's like frustrated. I'm gonna paint my face. I'm yeah, a rock yeah, star. Yeah. Fuck rap. Fuck you guys. I don't think he's gay. I don't think none of that, right? I don't think. A hundred percent not. Um, and guess what? If he is, more power to him. I almost hope he is. Because that would be the biggest shit in the world. If NBA Youngboy was a gay rapper, I think every other rapper would have to quit the industry. You wouldn't even compare. At that point, it's like... Why you say that? Because his, his music is so Oh, violent. my God. No, 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 no. Because he's so successful, and I think he's one of the most talented young artists right now in the world. Yeah. And his fans speak for themselves. Like, they show it. Like, it's, he, he speaks for himself. Like, he just shows it. Whether you know his no, music right, or not, just like his you know him, and he's making money because he's doing what he's doing. He's on house arrest, and he's still relevant. Like, it's crazy. He did a music video with his face paint on. In his house that he's on house arrest in, I think in like Idaho somewhere. Like it's, he's off the grid right now, off the grid, grid, grid. He's off the grid, but I do think that it could be like, yo, let's make sure that he's good. Like he's getting the support he needs, he's getting the love he needs. Not just because of this, but it's because I don't know. Like it, it could be a sign of something. I don't want to jump the gun. I could be be dumb. I could be dumb. Maybe I'm. I am dumb. I'm naive, right? He's just doing him, right? He's just doing him. But, bro, there's something. It kind of reminds me when X got, um, when he shaved off his eyebrows. When X, what, X, 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's similar to that. They have, like, a certain phase and stuff. You could compare it to that. I can see that. Yeah. Kanye West did it recently. He cut his eyebrows as well. But he goes out publicly like that and stuff? No, but he can't go out publicly nowhere. He's on a house oh, arrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. I think that's why he's doing that too, because he's so frustrated. Probably yeah. being, you can't go nowhere, can't do nothing. It's like he has to express himself, play with things, and do things like this because you can't. Does look I don't think he would step outside with this. He looks like kiss. Because my thing, he gave me this energy. I've always liked him and like respected everything he did, musically, right? Especially, I would say musically. Himself, NBA Panda. But my thing is, like, I never saw him as the guy that would do something like this. I always saw him as the guy that might even judge someone who did this. Like, on some Baton Rouge, like, that type of South Southern energy, like, like on some boozy shit. Fuck that gay shit. Fuck whatever, you know? Because people be ignorant like that. They'll, just, they'll, just quick, they'll be quick to jump the gun and be like, yo, he's gay. If someone yeah. cut, uh, paints their nails, they're gay. Yeah. Like, bro, I can see that because I grew up, like, with a rough masculine energy in my household. I'm, a, I'm, I'm Dominican. I get it. But I don't agree with that. Like, people are themselves. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think it's gay at all. And I don't think it's, like, no whack shit, no weak shit. But I do think it's it's indicative of something. I hope he's good. I hope it's nothing. I hope that he continues. If he does do this, and now he's confident in doing this and, and like, publicly talking about this. Try different styles with the face paint. Yo, switch it up. Do, like, a, a fucking Umaga. Or, like, do, like, a, like, the Boogeyman. Come out with red paint. Like, make this your thing. Yeah. Because... Aside from being a gay rapper, being the rapper with the face paint could be your thing. Tech Nine has done it. Yeah. Tech Nine is independent though. NBA Young Boy is NBA Young Boy. He's probably the biggest artist amongst the biggest artists, if not the biggest artist like online with the kids, is him. I, I so would, him painting his face. Him, to be honest. Yeah. Bro, really? it's not Halloween. Yeah. And this man is doing this. So it's like, I think it's a genius, strategic, like even if it's not strategic, it's a marketing tactic that I might imply. I might come here next week with face paint. I might walk in this bitch with face paint because I'm on my NBA young boy shit. 
Watch out if the cops don't fucking. The cops might pull me over. Think I'm robbing a bank. Or I robbed the salon. You robbed the salon. Motherfucker, I went there as a bike concealer. Because I'm trying to do this NBA young boy thing. (laughs) But aside from that, man, I do think that in all seriousness, I'm always praying for the man. I'm always praying for young artists. Yeah. And I think that he's freaking like, he's the shit, man. I think this just proves like why he's who he is because. Aside from my concerns or whatever, he's a fucking rock star, like he says, because, bro, this is some rock star shit. Yeah. Bro, doing this kiss. shit? Like, some kiss shit. Like, he's on some Gene Simmons shit. He's like, yo, it's a bit crazy, because, like, out of nowhere, but it's not crazy, like, oh, he's he's done. I do think it could be indicative of something, though. Yeah. Like, I hope he's okay. Mentally, everything. Obviously, he's not, because he's expressed that before. But I hope it's that's not. His girlfriend right there. She's no, that's his sister. That's his sister. Oh, that's his okay. sister. His sister, I believe. That's his sister. Yeah, she posted this. So he's around family at least, you know. Yeah. So it's beautiful to witness that at least he does have that support. But you know, maybe I could be jumping the gun. All I know is that I'm gonna come in here with face paint next week because he did you it. Won't. You won't, bro. Don't test me, motherfucker. Do it then. I'll do it. Do it then, bro. Well, question is, will you do it? Oh no, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm not the one saying I will. <laughs> But if I paid you though, no oh, man, have dignity. Let's have a face off. I'm good. We gonna rob him. They gonna take his face off. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a rock. It's about drive. It's about power. It's about painting your face hours. It's about painting your face for hours. It's about NBA young boy. Um, I'm not yeah. a rock star, man. Moving on to another topic and another What's artist. Going on? Why do why you skip me like that? I'm because you're you're like a days ago. You're twenty two percent. I'm just kidding. Wow, I'm just saying I want to do that because what? I'm just Why kidding. Like, I'm trolling come you. On, come on, I like trolling you. Oh uh, yeah. Damn, yeah. my arm looked good there. Um, still don't bench more than me. Yeah, it's impossible because you're fat. Um, <laughs> this guy. That's actually a compliment to him, guys. If you guys knew him personally, he wished that was a fact. He wants to be fat. Um, I'm trying to gain weight, but I don't want to be fat. Come on. Yeah, but you want to be thick. Let's go. Let's go. You want to be thick, like um. Let's go. You know, Rod Wave. He's thick. But seriously, Rod Wave, prayers for Rod Wave. You saw what happened with Rod, Rod, Rod Wave? You told me about it the other day. Bro, that's some devastating shit, bro. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I do have a feeling that he's okay. He's been alluding to, like, being okay and, like, that's the energy. But for those who don't know, Rod Wave did release a song, I think, in the middle of the night. It was called Nirvana. Uh, Kurt Cobain is a part of Nirvana, the band. He's a famous singer, and Kurt Cobain killed himself. He blew his brains out. So that leads towards more of the suicide, self-awareness, um, mental health type of energy, right? And that happened. So the fact that that happened with Kurt Cobain and then he calls it Nirvana and then his social medias were already deleted, I believe, beforehand, but it seemed as if he did it at the same time or intentional. The song, he's literally crying out for help. He's like, he starts it off with like, if you're hearing this, um, it's too late or something like that. It's a, like a suicide letter, basically. Bro, I heard that shit. I was like, oh, my God. This, yeah. well, like, I was very saddened by that. I was like, oh, my God. Because I love Rod Wave. Um, his engineer, I believe, or producer reached out to us. Like, they saw a reaction to his music. Yeah. You know, Soulfly, beautiful album he released this year. And Rod Wave, man, he, <clears throat> he needs to be here on Earth, man. He's extremely creative. I want to see him collaborate with all these artists he wants to collaborate. I want to see a Rod Wave Ed Sheeran record. I want to see a Rod Wave Adele record. We need these to occur. We need this art out in the world. What we don't need is him killing himself. So that shit's not okay. 
but it is okay to feel alone. So if you guys do feel alone, remember that you're not alone. Like I stated this week with the Juice World album when I reacted to it, you guys are not alone. Feel free to reach out. If you ever feel the need to speak to someone, I'm here. And just in general, the idea of... No, yeah, the lyrics are very deep. An artist doing this is a crowd for help. He went on live the next day and cleared it up, stating that it was a suicide prevention, supposedly, record, according to him, right? And he's like, why would I do that? You know, my fans know me. Like, that's not what it is. It was a suicide prevention record. But if you hear the record, I don't think it was that at all. No. I think it definitely was indicative of, like, just a diary, a journal, journal entry, and, like, a deep record, man, that was a suicide record. It's actually beautiful, but it's sad at the same time. Yeah. But it's like, you don't want that to exist, and you don't want that to be real. So that's my problem with that. You know, so Rod Wave, I'm praying for you. I hope you get better, and I hope you stay alive because we need you on this fucking earth. Man, shit. I don't know what else to say other than that because I, I'll go on a whole ty- ty- tangent, tyrant, whatever the word is, because Rod Wave is a, uh, he's talented, bro. Like that's not no fucking random guy right there. That's a real deal artist. Yeah, I remember when I first showed you, you and bro, Eddie years ago. Get that bag, you guys were going get hard the, to it. I mean, I get into it, bro. We get were that early. bag, kid. We were early on Rod Wave, bro. But going forward, let's run down through. Unfortunately, some deaths have happened since we last recorded. Rest in peace, NFL player Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas was found dead. They're suspecting it to be seizures. I believe he was in his home. They found him dead. Um, Oh, you want me to? Okay, yeah, I got to put the logo behind me. But aside from that, yes, Demarius Thomas was found dead. Um, And it was very sad because Demarius Thomas, if you don't know uh, football, he was actually a phenomenal player amongst the best. And a constant rival of my team. uh, Patriots? The Patriots, you know. The Denver Broncos. He was a part of Denver Broncos. And they won yesterday, this weekend on Sunday. And it was like a whole thing that gave like a homage type of energy. It was almost like like God came through them because they were the underdogs. They were facing the Detroit Lions, but they were the underdogs. They were gonna, supposedly going to lose, right? But they won. And 88 was like symbolic because that was a guy's jersey number and 88 kept, pop, kept popping up during the game and certain stats, right? So rest in peace to him. Very sad and very sudden and very random, you know, and that shit is real. I think it's going to impact a lot of NFL players. It's leaving a lot of people kind of like traumatized and confused. We have Tom Brady speaking out, a bunch of very notable players because he was a notable player himself and he was young, 33. It's so crazy, bro. Check your health, guys. Go to the doctor. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of going. I know it's COVID and shit. Go to the doctor and check yourself. You might think you're okay. But you do not you do not know what's underlying and what's happening inside your body. Rest in peace, the Mexico legend, the face of Mexico. Vicente, Vicente Fernandez. Ranchero, right? That's the that's the actual genre. The Mexican genre is ranchero, right? Like ranchero. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Um he has unfortunately passed away. It was almost suspe- suspected though, because they were kind of waiting for his death to occur because I guess he fell down like stairs or something. He fell and he was very severely injured and he has passed away. And Mexico has been in an uproar. People have been so saddened by this. Like they've been outside, like mourning him for days now. It's been like, I think two days since it happened. And it's very sad. and It's crazy, man. He very was much the face of Mexico. You can argue that I've always heard his name and it was synonymous with Mexico. Some people judged him. not even judge. It was factual that the man was very um, masculine and uh, homosexual at times because that's that culture. But we have to understand his age in that generation. You yeah. know, <clears throat> that's something that's going to happen. 
when you're that age of uh, Vicente Fernandez. Okay. There's a clip right here. We're going to play it of Vicente Fernandez. Actually, um, his son. Uh, what's his son's name? You have it, Edwin? Uh, yeah, it's, I believe. Uh, let me get this correct. Um, get the name correct, buddy. Does not move like amateurs. Alejandro Fernandez. Alejandro Fernandez. His name was Alejandro Fernandez? No, no, no. His son. His no, son. His, his son's name. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so his son's name. So for you, if you watch it on YouTube, we're going to play it. Watch it with us. His son was actually singing and paying homage to his actual father, right? But it was very sad to see. Very sad to witness. Yeah. Because he was getting emotional during this. <laughs> Same like uh, outfit that he sent to wear, very classic. The same band. Look at that, bro. That's sad, bro. That's sad. And it's like this year has been crazy, bro. It's not even just hip hop. Like on a worldly level, so much deaths have been occurring, and it goes to like, like you you sometimes wonder and shit. Like I'm very like, to quote Travis Scott, I'm a man of God. You know, I literally was in church this Sunday. I'm a man of God, but. This type of shit makes you question God. Like, what the fuck is happening? You know, he was eighty-one. He was eighty-one, so it's like, oh, uh, okay. Like, he's 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 uh, old, but old people live. Like, just because you're old, you're not supposed to die. Um, and aside from that, we have other deaths. We have literally YG's artist slash close friend Slim Four Hundred. I know Slim Four Hundred. Like, I would listen to his music. I watch his interviews. Always knew of him, and he has passed away. He was murdered literally in his drive-through. This camera footage, it looks like a ring camera catch, capturing the murder. They, in a drive they rolled up in on his him. Driveway. In his driveway, I guess you call it. Yeah. The driveway, his, his, his house. I think he was inside of his car, parked, like leaving it in, uh, like, in his, his yard of his house, the front yard of his house. Mm. So you have the guy coming, approaching him from the street and literally, like, like, yo, like something, like trying to check him, whatever. And I think it looked like as if Slim was going to retaliate or something. But he didn't get the chance to. The guy just shot him point where, blank. Where was this? Boom, 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 boom. LA, LA. California. California's been crazy with uh, violence recently. But Slim 400 has now been a victim of that LA violence. We do not know if this was a retaliation. We don't know nothing, right? And we're not going to say nothing either. We're just going to say rest in peace to Slim 400. I know that he was attempted to be killed recently. I think this year in August, he went to the hospital and everything. But now he's unfortunately really not didn't here. They, that, uh, didn't they go for... Um for um, Benny the Butcher too, he was almost shot and killed. Well, they tried to rob him. Sai High, they did rob him. Sai High was like Sai High um, the Prince. Yeah, man. Like, That's what I'm saying, bro. Isn't that like um? It's not a joke. Like this shit is really happening. Yeah, man. And there's another death. Rest in peace, Zen Nick Cannon's son. Oh, Five sad. months old that's had a so brain sad. tumor. Yeah. That shit had me crying, tearing up. Like I couldn't believe it when Nick Cannon was saying yeah. the story. I was like, oh my god! Like yeah. what the hell is happening here, bro? Five months. My son just turned five months. Now that I think about it, I didn't even think about it. Wow, exactly the same age. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's very crazy. Rest in peace, Zen man. Uh, and for Nick to say that he announced it on yeah, his show, yeah, the way he addressed it was it. very honorable. You can argue what? What can you argue? Ignorance? Oh, clickbait! Isn't that suck my dick and suck his dick? He has a big dick too. Nick Cannon has a big oh, dick. Oh, come on, Vic! Come on, Nick Cannon! Stop. Pause. You want me to pause? I guess Dame Dash. Pause. But um, it's, it's facts, bro. We were literally a week ago. It's crazy. The dichotomy of the world. It was viral that Nick Cannon's dick was like big because he was like showing his dick print on 
his show, right? Like days before he announced uh, the unfortunate death of his son. So that was like viral. Nick was in the news. And now we have him being in the news because unfortunately the sad fucking death of his son. And it's like, yo, it's crazy the way the world works. Like that shit was bullshit, right? Obviously, who gives a fuck about his dick size like that? It's jokes, whatever. What matters is life or death, right? What matters is his family. Yeah. And unfortunately, he lost his son, you know, but he has a lot of children, man. Like this is this. That's one of the things that scares me about two things like in life, making new friends is scary and having more children and having children is general in general is scary because of the fact that not only, oh, it's more work or more talking or whatever, the like the materialistic, the, the, the surface level bullshit. Just the fact that they could be gone and you could lose them. Yeah. You're adding them to a list of people that you can lose in your life. That's what makes it sad for me. It's scary. It's like, damn, if I have more kids and God forbid, you know, I lose one of them. Like is, you're giving yourself more kids to potentially lose, more friends to potentially lose. Life is not easy. And he's been having a lot of kids. There was rumors that, oh, he thinks he might not be here no more on earth too long because he does have... um. I think multiple cirrhosis. I think he has MS. God, God bless if he does it. I think he has he has something of that level where it's like he's battling something, uh, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon. Um, but he's been healthy and shit. He said so. He said it's not that. He just wants to like um, he just wanted. He felt like doing it. Like he just wanted to have kids with these specific women, and he's doing his thing. Yeah. So you know, God bless, bro. I hope you you push through this shit, man. You're you're a warrior. I would say very honorable man. I've always looked up to you in a business mindset. Everything you do, wild and out. The fucking empire you've built. And it seems like he built it by himself. Like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Nick Cannon's on a fucking roll. And now this happened. So I know that's a hurdle in your life. So keep pushing, bro. Rest in peace, Zen. And yeah, man. I I think that's all the sad news that we're going to talk about today. Because, man, that's a tough pill to swallow. But going forward, Justice Millett has been guilty. Found guilty. Potentially not facing jail time. But he's been found guilty of faking a hate crime. That motherfucker had who fooled? Not me. I think I was amongst the first people in the world ever to utter the words, ah, oh, he's lying. Because subconsciously, you're going to feel sympathy for the man. He's a brother like me. He's a creative like me. And he's actually someone I would watch. I used to watch Empire Heavy when it came out. So I was familiar with him. Yeah. So you're going to feel sympathy because like, okay, a MAGA hat, the guy, the guy that did this to you had a MAGA hat, they poured bleach on you, they tied a noose around your head. It makes you almost tear up. You're like, whoa, what the hell? But then I'm like, hmm, this is too much. The timing of it during the Trump era, I believe, or was it pre-Trump? I forgot the exact timing, but I know it was like, um, it was one era that's like, hmm, it was almost like a political play. I, I felt like some political play to it. But aside from that, the fact is a fact. The man lied, and he fucking lied, and it's fucking over for you, man. You might not be going to jail, but guess what? You're not going to be in a blockbuster movie or whatever ever in your life. It's you not going to happen. Chance. Bro, who the hell is going to want to work with him like that? Nope. I'm sorry, bro. It's not going to happen. And you can try to argue it in court more, like go back and repeal it. But you have been charged, bro. You literally have been charged for one of the worst things to do. 
It's not murder, but bro, it's fucking bad. You go, you do that shit like hate crimes and fucking, uh, where's it, in UK? There's certain countries you do that shit and you get like your head chopped off. Like they just chop people's heads off. Like you could be like, oh, well, you look too white today. What's going on with you? You're pale. The UK. They, they chop even, your head off. They don't even carry guns, I believe. Not the UK. Police. Somewhere in the world, they chopping heads off and shit for this type of shit. <laughs> so should your head should be chopped off? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But hey, metaphorically, let's cut your head off. Because you're not the gay Jeez. Tupac. You want to be gay Tupac. You're not the gay Tupac. Tupac wasn't gay. And Tupac is dead. Therefore, nobody can be the gay Tupac. You're Jussie Smollett. You're Jussie smell like shit. Is who you are. You're not the Dave, gay Tupac. I hope, I hope Dave Chappelle addresses this again. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I want to see. That's going to be prime um, comedy <laughs> right there. Oh, my God. You got my panties in a bunch real quick. Oh. That's tough. I get hard to Dave Chappelle's... I'm, just, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, moving forward, new music is out right now. Rick Ross dropped an album, his 11th album, what do you think Richer Than it? I Ever Been, and it was a letdown. Mm. I reacted to it. Go check out the full reaction on our YouTube channel. On a 1 to 10 scale. I'm going to give it a 6. That's not that bad, then. It's not that great. It's not good, either, yeah. Okay, but guess what? If this was right now, l- let's role play. I'm your math teacher. I know. See, no, 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 shut, shut up. I know. A, a 60's not good, bro. I know that. I'm coming bro. in. No, 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 no. I'm coming in. I'm coming in the door to the classroom. It's a D. Let me talk. <laughs> good morning, kids. Oh, my gosh. This is elementary. It was a very... Uh, <coughs> oh, oh, shit. <coughs> can't even... Oh, no. no. <laughs> Whenever I try to do voices, my voice, my throat gets so dry. Oh my god! I need some fucking weed after this. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. Alrighty then. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was good. Good morning, kids. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to do? I'm like the, the the little skinny horny teachers I walk in, but they're too old to be horny because the kids don't want to fuck you. Oh my god! You're too old. If you were younger, they would consider, but that's still a crime. Um, good morning, kids. How was your night exam night? <laughs> your take home exams, Johnny? Are you like the grade you got? Yeah, yeah, Edwin. Um, uh, you got a six out of ten. How do you feel? I don't, I don't like it, teacher. I need, I need an A. I need, I need a t- at least a nine out of ten, ten out of ten. I need an A. Uh, unfortunately, you suck. And oh my god, you you, you um you didn't execute the project. Um, you gave him good intentions. Um, <laughs> but um, it's a D. Um, and I'm gonna have to call your parents and have but to my, talk with them. My friend said I should deserve a an A. Um, but this is your eleventh test, so by now you should have gotten the hang of it. You've been given nothing but um B minuses. I've been above. I've been practicing. I'm a vet at this. Like I've been. Oh, I've been, you I'm suck though. I'm established. You though. suck though. I don't even talk like this to students, but I you suck. I'm sorry. So you're saying Rick Rock sucks? You're saying the album sucks? <clears throat> That's what you're saying. I'm not saying that. Yes, you are. You said I'm saying your assignment sucks. Oh my god! This but guy. that's what a six out of ten is. It's not good, bro, and yeah, it's it not sucks. good. It's okay. It's not horrible, but it's like, bro, you don't have no classic records on it. You don't have this essence purely. It's, no like it's a- some essence because his music always makes me feel rich. 
Like every time you play Rick Ross, it's like, oh, yeah, like you feel richer. You got that company. But he has some records on it. I like the Wale record uh, with Future. Um, that's that's the only one I like. That's the one I love. Other than that, the Pulitzer is okay. The one with Benny the Butcher is okay. It's okay, yeah. But it's not like a classic. Like I thought he was gonna give us like a classic. It's a short album, so like okay, he might cut the fluff out. No but it might have been value. full of fluff. No replay, but replay value. Yeah, no crazy replay value. But I love Rick Ross. I think he's gonna acknowledge this hopefully and like come back better because I think this was his last album on Epic Records. So now he could be potentially independent. So he might now put his best work forward. Yeah. I think two years ago the Port of Miami two sequel album was underrated. Um, it was better than this album. And that says a lot because a lot of people hated that album. So this album being worse than that, it's like, damn, bro. Yeah. Russ's album uh, destroys this one. Russ's album out right now, Chomp 2. Everyone go listen to it. Chomp 2 is Russ's theme projects where he does a lot of rapping on it. And he features artists that he kind of wants to face one-on-one with, like verse for verse. Like Very competitive. Real rappers. Real rappers. Chomp 1 was an EP. And now we have the sequel being in a full album. And he dropped it on a Wednesday. On some independent shit because he's an independent artist. And aside from sales, whatever, fuck the sales. This has been very critically acclaimed. And pe- many many people are considering it, considering it the best album of the year, the best rap album of the year, if not amongst them. I would say it's amongst the best rap albums of the year. I'm not going to say it's the best rap album of the year. I think there's a lot of uh, rap albums that are better. Yeah, I would But I rank it high. But it's up there. But it's up I'll there. I'll say it's, it's, it's uh, top five at least. Uh, yeah, I could maybe put it in there. I have to sit down it's with it more five, for a week or two more. But it's very impressive. I think Russ is one of the best rappers Production's right now. really good. And people are not acknowledging it. And I think it's because of all the antics and all the bullshit. Not even necessarily yeah. by him, but by the people judging him. Exactly. But when it narrows down to the music, the man is Russ. And he is not a fucking... Bum, he's not no average motherfucker. This is some real rap, real artist shit that he did with his album. Yeah. I would advise everyone to go listen to his it and go check it out. getting better because you know, he, he was known as that melody guy, the guy that sings, so he's trying to, you yeah. know, Yeah, really he considers show. himself mainstream. Like, during the Breakfast Club interview, he was calling himself, like, mainstream, and he was like, yo, I'm mainstream, yeah. like, this and that, blah, blah. So he's like, and I do kind of consider him that. He's white, obviously, by default. But aside from that, he has those big records. Like, he had, like, a couple hits that were considered, like, Mainstream, especially the one with Bia, you could consider that. But yeah, I've always respected his his um, rapping more than his singing. You know, he's like a Drake, oh, yeah? where he's versatile. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really much into the singing songs. I'm not no, especially because he's out here like beating rappers up and like getting into beefs and like he's a real guy. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say he's a real nigga because he's not black, right? He's not that, but he's a real ass guy. Like he's on some like <clears throat> yeah yeah. So I want to see him rap, and when he raps, I'm like oh. Like I see the the like the the dichotomy better. I'm like, yes, this is the Russ I like. So he gave you this full fledged with this album. He has a phenomenal interview out right now with uh, Charlemagne the God Charmaine, on Breakfast yeah. Club, the Breakfast Club interview, and Rory and Maul, and the Rory and Maul interview. So I would advise everyone to go check them out. Um, I only have good things to say about it. To be honest, is very much. Uh, have you listened to the whole impressive album? thing? Yes, it's very impressive. Caught me off guard. Yeah, a lot of people were talking about it during the week when he dropped the track list because like, damn, everyone's on it. Yeah, yeah, I but saw that's it on not Elliot's always a page. good thing. It could be a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing because no, it yeah. lived up to the hype. This is what DJ Khaled wants to do, to, to be honest. Like he wants he he wants kind all of. these names on on the on his project, but Khaled doesn't rap though. They don't. No, and I Khaled can't mean. rap. Khaled but no, I'm rapping. just saying he 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 puts in a lot of established artists, you know, but he doesn't like it doesn't yeah, yeah. work. It, it doesn't sound good sonically. 
Yeah, because he tried too album. hard. But Russ did a lot of Russ's album actually a lot of dope um, sounds really good production. Not himself, but he did a lot of production selection. Like he used like specific um, producers, Boy Wonder, for certain Premier, yeah, yeah, like very established and like good ass project, um, good ass project having producers, legends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did his thing with that, the selection. Yeah. So yeah. I would advise everyone to go listen to Chomp too. Very uh, well thought out. Yeah. yeah, man. I like it, man. I, we might give you guys like a reaction on Patreon or something soon. We're definitely going to uh, do it because I want to sit down and vibe with it fully on camera because Edwin loves Russ. I think that's his... his um. <laughs> If he had a girlfriend and people this would be like, guy, oh, if you have a no, girlfriend, I have a lot of respect for who Russ. would you cheat on with your girlfriend with if and you if she gave you like one pass for a celebrity? This guy. I think he would say Russ. Oh, I have I think a lot Russ of respect. Oh, no, bro. I have a lot of respect for the He's guy. He's a handsome ass motherfucker. Oh, you see God. those eyes? He has like one eye, one color, another different color. I forgot what that's called. It's called like yeah, yeah. alopecia. Some shit. It's like a word. <laughs> and then he has like a long hair. Yeah. He's yeah. a sexy man. Bro, relax. So I, I don't judge you, bro. Game. You have good taste. He's very talented guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. He's got ransom on it. I just started listening to ransom this year, and he, <sighs> they went hard. Enough. Let's not promote these guys. No, uh, no, no. It's okay. Yeah, 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 This is Russ's moment. Russ's moment. This guy. This is Russ's moment. Calm down. All right. Local news. You're rather tugged about in Rhode Island. Oh, okay, okay. The Omarion, they have found Omarion in Rhode Island. He is here, right now. The new coronavirus, the COVID nineteen variant, that's been detected now in, in America as of last week. I think it came via California. Has now touched my state, the smallest state in America. And I'm shitting bricks because. We haven't dealt with that variant long enough to know what the fuck we got to do to deal with that variant. Like, I don't know if it's even detectable in the tests that we take. And and I'm feeling a little bit sick right now. Edwin's feeling sick. Marlon's out because he's sick. We tested negative for COVID, so we don't got COVID. So, But it's like, yeah. we're confused, right? And I do my research on it, but still, I still some confusion. But it's here in Rhode Island. It's officially here. Uh, some guy came from New York traveling, a 20-year-old from Providence, our, our actual city. And he brought the Omarion to, to Rhode Island. You know, so all he needs to do now is bring the rest. Bring Fizz, bring Marquise Houston, bring the whole B2K. Because we got Omarion, so what's going on here? You're, 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 you're letting us down. I want to see the whole entire performance. Um <laughs> If you got that joke, you got that joke. I think that was an A1, A-plus joke. I think that was stellar. Give it a D. Um, other local news. This happened today. So it's fresh off the press, like they call it. Um, this is crazy. A man has stolen, in broad daylight, a car, well, a truck, full of liquor. While the truck was delivering liquor to the liquor store. Oh, I saw that. So this guy is a criminal. <laughs> and he was driving really slowly oh, because man. the back of it was open. So the guy's also a, a fool and a criminal. <laughs> so who's that kid? Like, that's I know that kid him. that was running him, that, running after him. He's a rapper. He's freestyled to me at the mall, mad times, like freestyling, like, like yo, bro, like rapping and freestyling. Shout out to him. I forgot his name, and he has good energy. So this was him intent, uh, trying to, I guess, to. Um, Clear out the back, like stop the truck a bit. Oh, this is crazy. If you're not watching, watch it on YouTube. Go watch it. 
mean, I would just call the police. You have to do all that. Yeah, but I think they did, but like, <laughs> it's so dramatic, though. At first, I was I was so confused. I'm like, is he in on it? Is he robbing it too? It's like a Batman scene. Bro, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, we are living in Gotham City. We are in Gotham City. Rhode Island, Providence is Gotham City. Look at that. Bottles going crazy. Bud Light sponsorships going down. Stocks are falling. What is he doing? And the, and the thing is, this is dangerous, so maybe they don't want to go up to the window necessarily because the guy might have a gun. You don't know, you know? I don't know. It's almost it's like a fake prank or like a fake video. This man can, like, what the fuck? It's real. The police are currently investigating. So this was in the middle of a delivery, I believe. That's why the back of the truck was open. And look at them running off to the sunset. <laughs> this is in the middle of, like, a street, like, a middle of, like, a... Like, it could be down the street. This looks like, um... Like a regular uh, neighborhood. Like, it's not even like a main road. Yeah. So it might have been like a, a liquor store in the cut. But, yeah, for those who don't know, this is Rhode Island. Now, it doesn't mean don't come here, guys. I'm not trying to be anti-Rhode Island. <laughs> Please come and visit my city and my state. Um, it's just that, you know, a lot of things happen. But that's like with any other city, any other city um, in the world at the end of the day, you know. They rob liquor everywhere. You know, they robbed liquor last week in Arizona. They, lo- they robbed, I think, uh... 2,000 gallons in the middle of Arizona. They just robbed it. That's a lie. But it sounds true. So let's fucking say that it's true. Shout out to Stay Silent, uh, the legendary collective out of PVD. They're celebrating the nine-year anniversary this year, oh, wow. this week. So shout out to them because uh, we're on local news. Might as well. Shout out to Nasty. Shout out to Sabrina. People that I respect and look up to in the city. Very, very uh, progressive and positive people. If you guys are not familiar familiar with them, go check them out. Their Instagram is Stay Silent PVD. Stay Silent PVD all together. And let's end it with some futuristic shit. So, futuristic. are you ready? We're going to try to hit this bitch on the bird. That made no sense. We're going to try to wrap this up quick because this can get too deep. And I don't want to get too deep with it. Two things. Edwin, have you watched The Matrix? All three. I didn't ask you that. Let me ask you again. I've watched all Since three. Since you can't follow follow orders. Uh, that makes no sense. You asked me if I I'm the A mic here. I'm DJ Envy. I've watched all You're three. You're Angela Yee. I've watched the trilogy. I'm DJ Envy. You're Angela there Yee. Act like it, motherfucker. No, you better not come with that ego. I'll punch you in the face. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What's going on? <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? Answer the question again. Oh my! Say yes gosh. or no question. Have you yes, watched the Matrix? Bro, yes. What do they do in the Matrix? The end goal. What is happening? What's what do people do? What do uh, they're trying to escape the the exactly? Game, you know, how do they the, escape the simulation? What, what, what? How does uh, one partake in the simulation? What is the actions? What do they do physically with themselves? They um, they try to destroy that um. No! 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 Wrong answer. All right. I Whoa, thought, I, what thought, do you I mean? thought I was gonna confide in you. They sit down in a fucking chair, bro, and they put some shit in the back of the oh, head. Okay, that's yeah, all I meant. That's, that's all the, I meant. All right. Okay. To, to all right. see the Matrix, that yeah, they're in the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You know, but you don't know. You didn't know there, but you know. All right. Um. Ugh, these Edward Robles guys respect Could've him. Asked a better respect question. him. Um, that's good. But in real life, <laughs> the closest thing to that is now Neuralink. 
Elon Musk is the founder of the company Neuralink, and they're starting in 2022, next year, to do human trials. They've already done the trials on monkeys, and it's worked on monkeys. What do you mean? What, what Neuralink. So they tap into the, your, your brain. I don't think necessarily, I think it's, it's like a wireless type of concept where, from what I'm familiar, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Matter of fact, look it up on your phone real quick and read it out to me. What is Neuralink? Real quick, if you can, Google it real quick. That way I don't sound too crazy. But I'm going to say what I think, and then you're going to correct me. Because uh, people, uh, the nerds and stuff, I'm a nerd too, so I get it. They get anal. Ah, uh-uh, that's not what it is. It's not what it is. But the concept is almost like, literally like the Matrix, where you put something in your in your, in your neck, I believe, it says, def- okay, go. Say it, say it. So you say what it is, literally, by Google. It says it's developing ultra-high bandwidth brain machine. And mm-hmm. So it's almost like a secondary brain. Yeah, it says That's it. what it is. So there's videos of a monkey doing it, and the monkey was able to play, um, like, a video game with his mouth or something like that. Um, there's proof of it working with monkeys. So now they're going to try it on humans, and it's going to go live next year. I'm scared as fuck. Because I do see the positives in it. There's positives. So there's a pros right here. Elon said that most likely it can be a positive to help people deal with if they have injuries. Like um, specifically things of like if they can't um, walk and things like that. It can help them function because it's going to create that sort of like literally a neural link to function. So people who are handicapped potentially can no longer be handicapped. So... That shows a lot of like, wow, there's a silver lining here. But in the midst of the silver lining, there's still scary things because this can be progressive technology, but people can take advantage of it. iRobot, all this shit that we see in movies, can happen. And I hope it doesn't happen, but it can happen. So a way that um, we can prevent it from happening is that we can't prevent it from happening. It's going to happen no matter what the fuck we think. So we got to deal with it and we got to talk about it. And it's actually, actually happening. So Neuralink, and aside from Neuralink, um, but did I sound too crazy? Are you reading it? Is it like how I said it was, basically? It says, uh, I see a quote here. It says, developing ultra-high bandwidth brain-machine interfaces to connect humans and computers. Yes, yeah, so it's like a human chip that you put on you, and then it connects you to something and like that type yeah, of thing. sounds very creepy. So, but before we move on to the, the next like sort of, like subtle topic that's connected to this, how do you feel? Would you do this? Would no, you do Neuralink? No, no. <laughs> All right, let's let's rephrase it now. If um, I paid you a million dollars, would you do Neuralink? No. Really? What scares you the yeah, most? Man, no, I'm just, I'm good. What I, scares you the most? It's like, bro, anything can happen with that. Like, I don't know, man. That's like way too new. It was like, and then it's like kind of like biblical stuff too. Like, I don't know. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Well, guess what, guys? I have the Neuralink on me right now. I have the sample. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> It came in the form of braid ponytail. And they call it the braid ponytail version by sound. No, no, no. Um, I don't know, man. I'm all set. I'm not a robot. I'll sit from the sidelines for now. Give me 10 more years and then maybe I'll tap into that world. But for now, I probably won't partake in the metaverse. If they sponsor us, hey, Neuralink, throw me some money. I might be a hoe for some change. I don't see why not. I have a child. I got to make some sacrifices. So Neuralink, hey, throw the bag and maybe we could talk. Um... But aside from that, the Matrix is coming out. We're going to end it here because this is um, one of my favorite nerd is, moments growing up. The 22nd. So I think it's like a week from tomorrow, a week from Wednesday. Yeah. That's such a random date. 
Um, yeah, on a Wednesday. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be on HBO Max, all right? Probably. I believe so. They have all the other ones there. It might be on HBO Max, but aside from that, I'm excited because it's a very classic and almost like, like, it's a catch. Um, not a catch twenty two, but it's like an epiphany moment in the culture with the Matrix coming out because you have all this literally Neuralink, everything that Elon is doing, right? Going to Mars. Metaverse, virtual reality, and this entire concept that is like, you know, we're on Earth, but there's more to Earth. Literally by going to another planet, and virtually by going to another virtual planet. And that's what's happening here. And that's what they did in the Matrix. Yeah. You know, and now the Matrix is coming out. Again, perfect timing, I would say. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? And now we have... The actors, specifically Keanu Reeves, this was an interview that he did where they spoke about another factor in this world that's actually happening in real life, the NFT world. So this is something else that can be played into like, what? The irony of like, damn, Matrix is coming out and now we got NFTs. A non-fungible token, right? An NFT is like a virtual art. Edwin is looking into potentially getting into it because he's an artist. And I told I him to put some, put some, um, oh, you already have some out. Yeah. All right. We'll put the links. Give me the links to them. We'll put them on the below in the description. If you want to buy Edwin's yeah. NFTs, he has some NFTs. So we're going to tap into that. Uh, we already did motherfuckers. We're ahead of you. I have a couple out. Look at that. Um, we just the pull out NFTs like, like a fucking condom. It's nothing. We just, this is honest. We got the NFTs on us. You got the condom on? We got the NFT on us. Um, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Jeez, I did not see Jeez. that coming, bro. Keanu Reeves, guys, um, actually spoke about <coughs> NFTs when asked about it in an interview. They asked him, how does he feel about it? Because there's NFTs that came out with the Matrix related. But he wasn't, I guess, directly tied into it or involved. So he was like just laughing at the fact that... <laughs> The fact that, like, literally talking about the fact, he was, like, debating with the guy kind of, like, just responsive to him, like, oh, because, you know, NFTs, isn't that? He's like, oh, because they're easily refundable or not refundable. Oh, my God. That's one thing I think they're not. It's non-refundable. It's not a fucking, it's not like Burger King. You can buy a Whopper and, like, take it back. NFTs for life type shit. You sign yeah. off on a licensing. You could sell it and shit, but, like, it's not no refund type thing. And it's all on the blockchain. Um, but he's saying that they're easily reproduced. You can do it again. Like, you can screenshot. Like, you drop something, but I can screenshot it and technically own it, right? But it's not the case. But it's a weird, like, line because he's right. I'm not going to say he's wrong. But you can argue that he is wrong if you're from that world of NFTs. I'm going to play the actual clip from the interview because I think it's very interesting and very amusing. And almost like a, whoa, like a... Because aside from him just laughing at it, the way he laughed at it was the thing that caught me off guard. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he knows something more than us. Like he, he's like, hmm, ahead of the game. He is Elon, not Elon Musk, but he's almost like the Elon Musk of the, <laughs> that guy, of right? the actor Jeez. world, act, actor, action actor world. Yeah. Trying to buy these NFTs for $50. Um, and so, like, when you think about the concept of digital scarcity and things that are, <laughs> in, you know, they can't be copied, that are easily reproduced. <laughs> well, but they're not the same, right? It's not fake no. produced. <laughs> well, but they're not the same, right? It's not. Hear that laugh for, one more time. But they're not the same, right? It's not. <laughs> but, well, 
<laughs> but they're not the same, right? It's not a fake version of you. I wonder what our, do we get a cut of that? Oh no, I don't, actually I don't think we're in them. That was one of the scariest laughs I've heard in my life. Because, not Friday the 13th scary, but like, yo, I'm better, better than like, you these scary. These motherfuckers don't know. Yeah, like, you're like, yo. Like, that's very, like, you can, like, what the fuck was that, bro? Like, or, what really was that? Or he probably, he's just probably an old head that doesn't, doesn't approve of these. So that's your concept. You think that he's just, like, um. Yeah, he just probably doesn't, you know. Necessarily know about it, or yeah. he doesn't have something up under his sleeve. He's just being, like, laughing at it because I don't need it. Like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. It could be that. Maybe we, as nerds, are looking into it too much. But, hey, if there's someone that would be ahead of the pack and know more shit about this than us and know more than we think we already know, it would be someone that entered the Matrix. Yes. It's, and Neo has it's entered one thing the Matrix. Or the other is either he knows a lot about it to the point that he can't even, you know, share a certain information about it or he doesn't know anything about it and just laughs it off and he just tries to create this own thing about it in his head. Like, oh, it's like you can't get any money from there or whatever he has, you know, he thinks. Because I had a patient... I had an older patient that went into that the he, that went into the matrix. No, no, he <laughs> he's um. I've been trying to find someone to interview. He's them. in his eighties. He, uh, I think he makes money. He used to make money off of stocks. But when my doctor, the doctor I was assisting, he goes, "What do you think about crypto?" He's like, "Ah, I don't think I don't, I don't like it. I don't think you can there's any any um, um you can get any profit from it and stuff like yeah. that." But it's like people actually make a good people a good amount a of money. Living. Yeah, people yeah. make a living out of it. So and I think like, the the he didn't he's just, he just doesn't know much about it. He didn't inform he's, he hasn't he's not, he's not self-informed yet. Yeah. He hasn't done the due diligence of, of doing the discovery online, reading yeah. upon it and things, investing, losing some and so, winning some. Yeah, he'd rather make a yeah. make a judgment than actual investment. I get exactly. it. Exactly. You know, but that's most people and you can't judge them for it, but I do know that the facts is this. The digital world has more value in the finances, in my opinion, than the concrete world. The dollar has has lost its value years ago, but it's already it's more now than ever losing its value. Yeah. As years progress, the dollars is going down. Everything's going down. But guess what? Crypto, all that shit's going up. Right now, though, there's a major crash. I keep getting notifications. My Bitcoin, Bitcoin is crashing right now. It keeps going down. It's like forty thousand right now. I don't know what's happening, oh, but yeah? the stocks are down as well. It's that end of the year type of thing where people sell a lot of things to get money. They need money, you know. Uh, yes, and all that. The new variant, uh, the gas prices, capitalism, everything's happening. Yeah. So, you know, this that's the end of the year vibes. It happens a lot. There's nothing to necessarily to be too scared of. If we go into next year and we're still like this, then I would say, yeah, this is all failing. Going to shit, but <laughs> as of right now, I'm I'm still optimistic. But definitely, I would say look into the crypto world. I'm not an inv- uh, financial advisor. You gotta say that legally because if they go broke because of me, they're gonna blame me. Yeah, no, yeah. But I would say get into it. But I'm not a financial advisor. But get into it. Definitely get into it. Get into stocks. Invest because you might as well. You got your money under a mattress. What are you, a bum? <laughs> if you are, you're a rich bum. Because ain't, ain't no bum have no mattress. Ain't no bum have no money under the mattress. So let me take that back. Um, let me just end the podcast. This has been Cap. <laughs> and we're out. See you guys next week. Oh, man. They gonna let me for my ambition. Yo.